Hey, this is Troy Baker. And Nolan North. And you're listening to My, My Xbox, Xbox and, and me. me. Hey, we did that together. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode... Oh, crap. 116? Uh, I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man behind our reviews, Gary. How are you, sir? Hi, everybody. I'm good, thanks. Good. Good. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm Anything, any f- I'm good. Yeah, a little sleepy. Uh, mm-hmm. Has life, has things. You know, still trying to get that chicken dinner in between playing more and more games. It's Have like, you not got one still? No. Fifth is still the highest I've managed. Dude, I went through a slump. Do, if, <laughs> funny story, yeah? So literally, if, for those who are not in my Twitch chat, my uncle is a listener of this show, Fishy. Shout out to him. And... Um, the other day, he was... I'd just come off stream because I had to do something or something or the other. And then he was on. So I messaged him saying, do you want to play a quick game before I go to the dentist? Hit him up. He's like, yeah, all right, cool. We go in, get chicken dinner, done. And I go back off. I'm just like, yeah, that's how it's done, Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> But he was just like, what, that easy, yeah? And I was just like, just sometimes it is just that easy. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have those moments You've you've clearly not experienced those moments. No, those I, moments I don't know yet. what you're talking about. No. <laughs> For me, anyway, sometimes I have those moments. Where I'm just like I'm in the zone. I'm just popping heads left, right, and center. And then what happens? You get run over by a car. But I did run over my first person yesterday. You're a douchebag. Let me, uh, before we get into gaming and stuff like that, I'll get for the rig and roll. But first of all, I want to just say thank you to everybody that may be watching or listening to this. Some of you may not know, some of you may know. Um, I put out a, a post on Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon saying how uh, scheduling for content, including obviously the My Xbox and Me channel, which will get better soon. It's just there's been a lot going on for me personally. I have not communicated greatly to Gary about what we should do with the channel and stuff. So there's more to come soon. I'm just a bit sporadical everywhere at the moment. I think that's the right word. Um, but thank you, everyone, that understood that I said on uh, these the social media platforms that I won't be able to uh, commit to regular scheduling uh, currently um, due to the fact that my nan has been rushed into hospital um what we know so far is she has um fluid on the lungs and uh right now just my family needs me uh currently so i'm trying to just fit in i'm still streaming i'm still working because i keep trying to explain to people this is a job i still have to work i still have to try and make money um which is is nice because my <laughs> was at my nan's the other day um, at, the, at the hospital I should say and uh, it got to about nine o'clock and she's like shouldn't you be streaming now and I was just like yes yes I should she's like well you better go home and work then better you and I was just like oh, nan you yes just, you just I've made chill it. out <laughs> <laughs> you just chill out she understands but yeah just so thank you everyone who's reached out to me um, positively just saying take your time we got you sort of thing so thank you That's awesome. um, just to add on to the end of that really really go quickly on, go on, go 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 Reviews are coming back. I've got my first Xbox game today. Nice. So the reviews are going to start coming out again too. Cool. Um, this week's My Xbox and Me is brought to you by Words About Games and Mike Lynch. We will hear more from those guys a bit later though. Um, Gary, calm down. I'm just going to make sound up about your Twitch channel. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, apart from that, if you want the show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. I say it every week and I keep saying it and we said it in the new episode of Fixer Friends that I'll talk about a bit later. You literally keep the lights on. Without you guys, I cannot do this. So thank you. You allow me to be able to go and see my nano hospital for the amount of time that I can because of you guys. If I was working at McDonald's or 
doing anything like that, I wouldn't just be able to get the time off. So I am super fucking grateful for everybody that supports me um, and supports the content. So thank you. Another thing, thank you to everyone who said that um, they have been leaving the uh, the MC Fixer channel playlist up and the My Xbox and Me playlist up. Uh, a ton of you reached out with the whole YouTube uh, demonetization situation, um, saying how they they're helping get the watch time up. So thank you, appreciate it. Um, let's just do that from now on, and then maybe you'll keep getting surfed ads that you're not watching, and maybe I'll make a whole dollar. <laughs> Who Maybe knows? even a dollar fifty. <laughs> Yo, I take a dollar fifty right now. Um, yeah. Apart from that, let's jump into what's in that box, Gary. What have you been playing, mate? Oh, a lot. I've actually been playing a lot that I want to talk about this so week. So have I. Actually, should we start with Sea of Thieves? Yes. Let's start yes. with CFEs. So the CFEs beta is a real thing. It is out. Uh, it is running from the twenty fourth till the. 29th is that correct no sounds idea right. sounds yeah, right, sounds right. that sounds right that sounds right uh i'm pretty sure it's five days so it sounds right um if that's not five days i don't do math um <laughs> it is it is yeah uh me and you finally played the video game together which yeah, was man. which was amazing i was streaming live uh, on twitch.tv slash mcfix doing my thing as i do and uh, I was playing the CFEs, baby. So I jumped in with some randos. And I was like, I'm not figuring this. I played a bit of solo. Then you jumped in. was like, I can play. And I was like, oh, we're going to play a game together. Damn right. I want to play yeah. CFEs. So this, this, uh, I've got a lot of thoughts. I've got a lot, a lot of thoughts. Um, what did you think initially? Let's just start there. Wait, are we talking about the first hour or so? Or... <sighs> Where we trying Let's to figure start... out what was going on? It's, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. For the, yeah, this the first hour. So the beta opens up. You jump into the the hub world, your outpost, and for me, I saw a beautiful world, um, which looked interesting. That had shopkeepers, that had a bartender, that had um, a weird gold uh, guy who's just flicking coins the whole time. It had charm. It had it had charm. It had beauty. The weather is amazing. The, the environment is amazing. That's where I come down on that start. What about yourself? On the start, obviously, I just jumped in and you were already running around doing your thing. And yeah, the world is incredible. Like the 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 sky, the skybox at night, at day, the sunrise when it's coming up over the horizon. The the way the water like works in the game in general so you can have like your calmer seas and then when it's like all stormy and stuff and like you've got waves coming up above your boat like twice as high as you and stuff like it's really really excellent in that regard 100 yeah. percent love that yeah i um I, I the the weather the weather really impresses me honestly i know that sounds probably a little bit stupid but um the sea itself impressive the weather is impressive. It, it just gives the world a little bit more realism to it, in my opinion. Um, you expect a game like called Sea of Thieves to have great a great sea, let's be honest. Um, but they did do a really good job. Um, I didn't like... I said this during chat, and we both I think we both kind of agree to a certain degree, that I didn't like the nature of you just jump in and you don't know what the hell you're meant to do. Yeah. So you can literally just jump in, and I did. I jumped in. I jumped, before I played with you, I jumped in. I jumped in a boat, and I just went sailing off to the, to the next island. And the game doesn't really say, "Hey, don't do that," um, or "Hey, you should do that," and then you're rewarded for that. You're not. 
you can go off and waste a whole bunch of time and you will not get anything. You will not get a single thing. There's there's nothing to um, collect. Like, obviously in the barrels you've got, um, <clears throat> like, cannonballs and bananas and wooden planks, but those are just essential stuff you need for the ship. Wooden planks are very essential when you're playing with Very, things. very essential. We'll get to that, I'm sure. Um, but for me, I just... I, I didn't like the fact that there's nothing to pick up, per se. Like, the currency is there's gold, right? And the gold is sort of like your leveling system. So, from what, from this beta anyway, from what, I can only talk about what I've played. Um, and I'm sure I can blur the lines a little bit between what I saw at Rare when I went to the studio now and what I played in the Alpha and whatever. Um, but from what I played yesterday was the gold levels you up and that unlocks new quest lines. For me, it, it doesn't do a great job of... Um, the quest lines are boring, if I'm honest. What did you think of the quest lines, first of yeah. all? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. In and of themselves, it's basically... like For starters, it could have done with having something to tell you. Go here there's a free quest you can pick up because obviously pick we up. spent ages like trying to figure stuff out yeah. until we found that guy who had the free quest and then once you get on that treadmill then you're on and you can go but the the quests themselves like literally at least from that one guy in this one beta were all just you have to find the island on the map that's on the treasure map and then you have to go there and then you have to find the X's, dig the treasure up and then go back and sell them and then do it yeah, again I- and then do it again yeah, so that was the first. That was the first four missions, I believe. Yeah, um, I did. I did one more without you with Crash, which right. was a. Um, I'm hurt. Crap. What's the word I was looking for? You wasn't online. I actually said to Crash, "We get Gary on," um, but no, it was the the riddle. It was a riddle one, mm. which that was cool. Um, so you're figuring out what it is you need to do. It's like go here, southwest. You get compass out, figure it out. But again, it's a riddle to find a chest. Yeah. So you're just finding chests and going back and giving them in and then finding chests to level up. And that's fine. And that don't get me wrong. Like I enjoyed what I played. Means you there's plenty of experience we can go into. Like I shot the boat twice on our quest line by mistake. Cause just I was playing on PC, Gary's playing on Xbox. Um I had no problems with it running. I'm pretty sure you did. I had absolutely zero problems. problems with it. Yeah, so but I wanted to do that just because we can. We have the opportunity to both have different uh, perspectives now, which is cool. Um, like I say, it, it just it has the charm. It has the world. It has it has me, but it has me very very loosely. Where I'm like, I care, but I just don't care enough. Would you? Would you reckon? What? Where, where? What do you think of it? I just. I don't I, know. I really enjoyed it when we played it um, the other day, but the yeah. like the the mechanic. Like, I hope that they're holding a lot back. I really do. Like, yes, or at least so. some different kinds of things that you can do. But um, for me, especially when I was playing it with you, and then with Flay with Crash, um, the the quests. I wasn't really that bothered about actually going and doing the quests. It was the yeah stupid crap that we got up to during the game like yeah that just that was fantastic like when we got drunk when you shot the boat when you shot the boat again when we crashed the boat when you left yep. me on an island and i was surrounded by skeletons and sharks <laughs> well yeah i had to so we had to I had to leave gary on the island because i sunk the ship and he had to stay there to protect himself from sharks and um skeletons 
so we had the prof- the the perspective of Gary's talking to me like crap. There's a ton of skeletons. I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to do this two man boat by myself, figuring out where to go. I'm not the greatest at sailing anyway. It was it was uh, that part was a ton of fun. I'm definitely agree with you. That part was fun. The 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 in between moments, but like I said to Crash um, a little bit after was that is going to get tiring really quick, which is. You have to get on this boat to go to this island that is, I don't know, probably five minutes away. Maybe not even that, in all honesty. Which, that's the that's cool. Yeah, go left, go right. But the ship is going to get boring very, very quickly, I believe. Um, what I think um, is, I think the game's going to be more fun when you're not very good at it. And I think the the more competent you get at the game, at finding treasure, at, at manning the boat, I think the game's not going to be as fun if you're good at it. Because yeah. I think the fun exists in the stupidity and the, the randomness and the hijinks, as uh, Rare yeah. said in their press release. <laughs> um, I totally agree. It's one of those things where... It's one of those games where... I hope I hope they've held so much back from the beta. But what I've learnt from betas as of late is they don't usually mm. like I was walking around the the outpost world which which literally has it has two shops where you can buy new compasses and new outfits and a new shovel and stuff like that, which okay, cool, that's fine. Um and that's fine for like starting off. So yeah, oh I want that and I want that, that's cool. I'm really scared about Endgame, which this whole game is Endgame to me. Yeah. It's the end. That's the it, literally the game is Endgame stuff. There doesn't seem like there's a quest line, like story, in the game, which I'm okay with. But then I have to make the story, and I'm not that imaginative, in all honesty. Like I'm, I have fun. We can have like I can role play and have fun moments. Don't get me wrong, but why am I going to get this treasure? Yeah, because why am I doing game. it? Isn't a, isn't exactly a strong foundation for that kind of thing. Well, because that's yeah. what you have to do. Well, it's, yeah, that's the, there's nothing else to do. Yeah, like the, there was one moment me and Crash had, which was really fun, which was PvP, where we didn't we only experienced me and Johnny experienced one set of PvP um, together, right? Yeah, it was at the beginning. Yeah. Where we got absolutely smashed. Where we got smashed to pieces, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, that was a lot of fun, don't get me wrong, because we got all nervous. Oh my God, there's another ship. Oh God, what do we do? What do we do? We're on the island. They're, they're in their ship. We'd swim to try and get on our ship. They sink our ship. That was fun. Don't get me wrong. But me and Crash had this moment where we had four chests. We just finished a mission. We had four chests. We would go into the outpost. We see the ship. They shoot us. We're like, okay, cool. We're not that far from the outpost. I'm pretty sure it's not going to let them come to the outpost with us. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we get there, we're fine. We, I jump off. I put one chest down the way. I pick that one up, and I'm trying to do like a a, a, a ladder system type thing. They come to our, to the outpost and kill us and take two of our chests. So we only get to sell two of our chests, which I have no problem with. That that's all fun in games. That is going to get boring real quick when I just spent an hour getting doing those four missions, yeah. getting those four chests for me to get... Even if I get done out in the sea, that makes sense to me. That I don't have a problem with that. But getting done at the outpost, where I thought... Where I... Obviously, clearly, I'm wrong. But I thought that was my safe haven. Yeah. I thought I was good I'd there. Be, I thought None. that as well, so... 
Yeah, no, you're not good there. If you see another ship, they will come to that outpost with you and destroy you and sell your stuff. God which damn. they did to me. Which they obviously yeah. did. I think uh, another problem with with that is I don't like the combat very much. The combat sucks. Yeah. Like, it's okay when you're shooting stuff with the, the, the hand pistol, um, but you get this, like, sword play, and it's just... I've thought this for months. Um, yeah. I, I've not, I don't like the combat. I hope they were going to improve it, but it seems like the combat is what it is now. It's, yeah, I, you, I'm 100% agree with you. The sword play's boring, the gun play's boring. I like the sniper, because I've never used that before, but even that was whatever... Yeah. Um, just there, the, the, there is no fun for me in the combat system. Like I do not look forward to fighting someone in PvP. No, definitely not. I'm absolutely the same. Like yeah, boat fights, I, yeah, sure, boat fights can yeah. be fun, but boarding another ship or being boarded or fighting on land, it's like mm, nah, no. I don't really like that very much. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. The one thing this game does have, the hope I hope it has is it has that, if you ever played Rust or a game like that, where it is, you make your own story type thing. Like in the the two-person ship, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it's in the four-person ship, which you do have different ships. Solo players have one ship, a two-person boat has one, and the four-player person, or three-player, actually it's always four, uh, four four-player person has a different ship. So you can go at this in different ways. If you're solo, you go off different types of boats and stuff like that. What I did find was there was a cage underneath. So I'm wondering if there will be opportunities to like take someone hostage and be like, look, you give us back our um, our person, we'll give you this treasure or whatever, whatever. But then there needs to be reper- uh, repercussions for death, which again there is none. There right aren't now. any. You, you no. die, it's fine. It's not. Don't get me wrong. You you die, it's annoying, but it's fine. You don't lose gold. You don't lose. I said I said to Crush, I believe, I don't know if I said it to you, that I feel like there should have been a copper, silver and gold system. Where you go off and on the islands and you explore the islands, because there's no point in exploring the islands right now. You go off and explore the islands and there is bits of copper to find or um, weapons or, I don't know, just use something. Crap. Yeah, Something anything. that, I say it should be like items that you can melt down to copper and silver and gold. So you get rarity of items. So you're going off to explore for something other than just jets. But there isn't that. So what, and what that would do is it would make me care about the island a little bit more. Because what it comes to at the moment is if me and you go off, yeah. which is fun, don't get me wrong. We go off, we get there. You've got the map. You're pretty good at finding... Apparently. Um, <laughs> finding the chess, which is perfect. But that's that's your job. What do I do? I just pretty much stand around doing nothing yeah. the whole time. Like we kill the skeletons that have come, which again only one enemy type. That's the only enemy type I've seen throughout everything. So I'm hoping there's going to be more than just that. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're being really down on it, but I'm not. Yeah, it's like we're just talking about the the flaws that we found. Well, because there's only so many different ways you can say I still had a lot of fun. Fun, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly, but I did still have a lot of fun. Oh, like, know, there's no two fun, ways about yeah. it. I still had a ton of fun. There's still a lot of fun. But we're going to talk about something very important about this game a bit later in the show, obviously, in the news or the yes, topic in of the, the show. Um, and in topic I'm getting, of the show. <laughs> I'm getting called by somebody. All right. That's awkward. Uh, oh, one second. Uh-huh. <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um... Anything else you'd like to add? Um, not at the moment. Okay. 
yeah. fair enough. Purely because we still it's got the, we still yeah. got four more days with it. Yeah, I think I, I'm hoping to try and get on it again. Um, I mean, I've got other games to talk about as well. Um, I did the uh, Metal Gear Survive beta. Um, oh, okay, I did, yeah. a, did a did a few hours on that on Twitch, um, and I had a very actually I had a very similar experience with uh, as I did with Sea of Thieves. So when I started, I was by myself. That game mm-hmm. is really confusing. Um, I played it. I played a little bit of it. Literally, I played about an hour. An hour if right. that. I think I was on for about three, three-ish hours. Okay. Um, it's a very confusing beta. And I think it's going to be a very confusing game, I just think because it's a beta, it was missing tutorials, which a lot of betas do. So it was really confusing to try and figure out. Like, I couldn't even figure out how to get into a game with other players. I had to yeah. look it up. Um, and then my my friend, my co-host, uh, Keith, jumped on and as soon as okay. he jumped on and we started playing together and then we started playing with random people we had we, we actually had a lot of quite a bit of fun um Ooh. yeah i know it's like <laughs> it's almost sacrilege at this point it's like i, I like metal gear survive not quite I, I agree with you i enjoyed what i played i again i forgot all of the buttons so i had that whole figuring that that side of it was annoying and quite jarring playing with randoms wasn't fun for me personally um but it's still metal gear solid and metal gear solid 5 i don't like the stealth part i like the action part that is what which is what this is it's a horde mode of zombie type enemies coming at you yep you have to survive the uh, keep the beacon alive you you can upgrade it, it it was fun i agree with you i had fun with it but i had a lot of problems with it as well oh there's definite problems with the game um the there's there's some really weird problems as well like um keith got a um a schematic for a gut for an assault rifle um as like as part of like a reward for one of the missions yeah. uh, crafted it and then but you needed a, a different schematic to craft the ammo for it. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? So you're letting them craft the gun, but not the bullets, or you, potentially yeah. the other way around, you craft the bullets, but not the gun. But that not the doesn't gun. make sense at all. Um, there's little things like the matchmaking. It might just be because the beta player count was quite low, but the matchmaking with like player levels um, wasn't quite in sync. So I'd join a game, I'd have a bow and arrow and a knife, and then this other guy would have like a shotgun with shitloads of ammo and stuff, so he'd just run around blasting away, and I'd be like, "Well, I, I'm going to put this this trap here and this fence here, and then I'm just going to try and wait for someone to knife, Stand but nobody's there. coming." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that game's going to have the same problems as a lot of games, which is obviously number one, fuck Konami. Um, of course, but. Of course. Um, number two, and I really couldn't give a shit. Black this me, whatever you want to do. Um, number two, I don't think it's gonna have the legs again. I feel like they've shown it's gonna be that game, literally what you played. It's gonna be that with maybe five or six different different maps, yep. and that is it. Yep. Like there, there's nothing more to it. It's like I was looking at the opinion. difficulty settings because obviously the beta came with two difficulty settings: easy and normal. Um, and what I had assumed, I don't know why I'd assumed this, um, when you made the jump to normal, it added extra waves, because there was only three waves in easy, which is, was for the level, it was recommended for the level that we were at. Um, and then it was like, you look at normal, and then it's still three waves, and it's the same three waves, just the enemies are harder. The enemies are harder. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like it's the game's got side quests between waves where you can go and do something and then you get a reward, like you get some gears to run around in or you get some ammo drops so you can replenish your ammo, but they're exactly the same every time. They drop in the same place with the same enemies, so you just do the same thing and it's like... And he's, for an online game that relies on you doing the same things over and over again, there needs to be a bit more variety than there is. Yep, I totally agree. I totally agree. It was for me. It was definitely a case of. I even said I was streaming it. I stayed in the first hour. And I was like, "Am I allowed to like this?" And I was like, and I very quickly was like, "Oh, this is fun." To oh, this is gonna be boring. Mm-hmm. I can feel it already. This is a this is a strict again. But I, I, what I'm interested to see is um, the the IGNs and the all of these companies that gave Metal Gear Solid um, Five a ten because. Metal Gear Solid 5 had no story in it, per se. Like, it wasn't the most story-heavy Metal Gear game. That's safe to say. Um, But the gameplay, which is what this gameplay is, is the exact same gameplay, was what people loved about it. Now, obviously, they are stripping back the stealth aspect, which was a large and the main portion of Metal Gear Solid 5, and they've put it, made it more Mm action-y, which... For better or worse, depends on your opinion. Um, but the gameplay is still solid. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's just what I think. The gameplay is still solid, still fun. Um, it's just I don't get it. I don't know why they've done this. I, Metal Gear Solid Survive did not need a horde mode. Uh, no. A Metal Gear Metal Gear, Metal World Gear did at all need didn't mode. need a horde that's mode. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I mean I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have fun with it. I think it's gonna be solid enough. Um, Someone just followed me on Twitch and my notifications playing for some reason. Yay! Yeah. Um, that just totally threw off a train of thought. Yeah, it's going to be solid enough, It's but it's it's not going to be great. It's not going to be amazing or anything like that. Um, I think it's just going to be a fun time for a few hours and then we get bored of it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. The, the exact thing I don't want to be with CFUs. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's eerie how similar the two things actually yeah. are. It's like I think Sea of Thieves is going to be a really fun time for a little while, and then I think it's just going to drop off for me personally. And I think Metal Gear Survive is going to be a fun time for me for a couple hours, and then it's going to drop off. Mm. 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 Uh, anything else? We're still in what's in your box. Jeez. I know, man. Um, quick try on Monster Hunter World. Uh, there was a beta on PS4, so I jumped in to give it a try because I haven't actually played any of the betas. Um, until the weekend and I had fun with it it's the same beta I played at EGX so I just messed around with some of the different weapons it's really really good that like the wep- all the different weapons kind of act as classes so they're all really distinct and really different um, so I was pl- I played with the, the bow the bow and arrow I thought that was okay I'm not, I've not touched the game so I, I don't I've got I've got the game it is preloaded <laughs> I'm ready to go on the 20th tw- tomorrow. tomorrow 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 yeah tomorrow, tomorrow. I'll be streaming it tomorrow I won't, I, I won't get to play it tomorrow I'll probably have to go somewhere but um, maybe I will we'll see um, but yeah I, I don't know what to expect from the game at all I'm awesome. just like my, no yeah. definitely like what you need what you should probably do is like and after playing after getting to like play it for a couple hours at the weekend give this advice to anyone who's going to pick it up is experiment with the different weapons because i that's what i did um and i was playing with a sword, sword and shield and i like if that was the only weapon that had been available to me in the game i would have fucking hated it because i, I hated uh, using yeah. it switched okay. over to some twin blades and i was like this is fucking awesome i love this this is amazing so experiment with the weapons for sure if you're picking up on so what am i just to break it down a little bit for me what should i expect like is there a story is there uh, there is a story um it's a it's a few different 
from what I know, because obviously I've never played a Monster Hunter well, uh, Monster Hunter game before. Um, it's okay, different... so you're the same boat as me. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I've always kind of followed it from a distance, but because it's always been like 3DS and stuff. I've never exactly. Like, who the hell owns a 3DS? Exactly. Like, like the... millions of people, but not me. <laughs> Um, it's like a bunch of different open world maps and there is a story to it, but what you're mostly doing is you accept hunts. So for like bigger monsters, every hunt is essentially a boss fight and you've got to go into one of these maps and you've got to track the monster using like footprints or skid marks if it's like dragging its belly across the ground or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you fight it, but you don't just like, it's not like a hack and slash where you just run up and you, you both have fighting until it's dead. Um, like the monster, if it's damaged, or if it's hurt, it'll disengage and run. Or if you're getting your ass kicked, you can disengage to to heal up. Um, and then there's a lot of crafting elements to it as well, from like the monster parts that you get um, to like make better armor, make better weapons, make potions, cook food that gives you buffs, stuff like that. So yeah, it's supposed to be really okay. in depth. Um, okay. Yo, I'm look. I'm down for anyone to drag me through, and I just like to kill things. So monsters, I'm done. Like, I mean, it's right there in the title, isn't it? Monster. Hunter. Monster Hunter, perfect. I'm done, and there's a world as well. <laughs> what more could a man ask for? Um, I played a little game that you may have heard of, uh, which you probably won't care about. But I played it this morning because I realised it was uh, ac- uh, available via EA Access. UFC Three. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally I popped on Reddit for like two seconds just to quickly check why I was out quickly because um, Gary got the news from me, thankfully. And uh, they were like, oh, UFC 3 available for uh, trial. And I was like, yes! Like, so I've been waiting for something to play, and I really do enjoy the UFC games because I love Fight Night. I love... Um, obviously, you all know I love sports games anyway. But yeah, I was like, okay, cool, I'm in. Um, I, the, the beginning segment is like a Conor McGregor story type thing. It's like his match with... Um, don't remember who the first person he fought somebody and then he fights nate not nate diaz uh i'm so bad with usc names. not saying this audience really gives a crap he fights a couple of people and then like the rumor is he's going to be fighting this next guy and you play out that scenario of in the like tutorial part which they do this very fifa does this sometimes and stuff like that when it's a world cup yeah they do it with like the two favorites and they'll do like Never England, obviously. But um, <laughs> the two favourites go off against each other in the tutorial match type thing. Um, or the Champions League final. But yeah, they did that. That was cool. I enjoyed the the fight I had. Um, it plays differently to the previous ones. Again, I feel like they're doing a good job of finally getting to the point where it makes sense for newcomers. Which is perfect. It's like the button scheme is very much... similar to previous but everyone seems to struggle with the the, when you get damned that's all seems to be pretty easy it was the same way as the last game but it seems a little bit more simpler than that which is perfect for me because i'm the type of person who hates going to the grand so it's just learning what full guard is what half guard is stuff like that and then get up it's up on the up on the along stick which was cool they got like different meters now for like head damage, body damage, leg damage, stuff like that, that pops up when you damage that area. So you sort of know what area to start working on. So obviously online, this is going to be perfect because that's something you can never really understand. Like they used to have like the body outline and it would get redder and redder and redder. And you'd be like, okay, I've got to protect that, I've got to protect that. Now it's like a meter bar. So that's a lot, lot better for me personally. Like it means hopefully I can start working on different parts of the body 
uh, damaging it slowly so that they don't notice that it's always head, 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 always body, body, body. Do you know what I mean? It's like mix it up a bit and hopefully be able to take out the opponent that way. Um, I'm going to do a Let's Play series in the career mode. I was almost going to start it, literally, I almost started it um, just before the podcast, just to do the first match and make my character thing. And I was like, do you know what? No, I think what I'll do is I'll do a Let's Play series of uh, my career. And I know, I think there's like, what I read was like, there's a training in it now and stuff like that. So I'll be able to report a little bit more next week uh, about my thoughts with UFC 3. But cool. they are my initial thoughts. I love those initial hot takes. Mm, more PUBG. And I don't believe we're only just in. <laughs> we're only in what's in your box at this point. So this wow, is the whole podcast, crazy. right? We're just talking about the that's games that we play. Half an hour we're only into what's in your box. <laughs> Jesus. Should we get into the topic of the show? Strap in, guys. Let's yes. do it. It's a big one. Uh, topic of the show this week, uh, obviously, uh, is Xbox Game Pass will now feature first-party Xbox One exclusive games at launch. Microsoft has announced it's expanding Xbox Game Pass and will restart. Uh, will start. Re- sorry, will start releasing first-party Xbox One exclusives through the subscription service. Xbox Game Pass will launch, la- uh, which launched last year, um, and offers players unlimited download access to more than. 100 Xbox One games for a monthly cost now monthly cost sorry now it seems the service will be a cornerstone of the Xbox dispute distribution plans going forward the first major game to be announced uh, via Game Pass the same day as its regular release will be Sea of Thieves uh, the much anticipated open world pirate game exclusive for the Xbox One and PC when it becomes available for purchase in traditional fashion on March 20th Game Pass subscribers will get access on Xbox One while they don't have uh, have set release dates yet both State of Decay 2 and Crackdown 3 uh, were mentioned as Xbox One exclusives that will be coming to Xbox Game Pass as at release. All games will still be available for purchase normally uh, for those who like to have their games digitally in case they can't afford it one month or maybe physically, whatever. In addition, the announcement Xbox boss Phil Spencer also dropped hints that the console's biggest franchises will be popping up on the subscription service too. Future unannounced uh, games, sorry, quote, future unannounced games from Microsoft Studios, including the uh, integration of the biggest Xbox One exclusive franchises such as Halo, Forza, and Gears of War, will be available the same day they launch, he said. While details about a possible Halo 6 are slim and no new Forza or Gears games have officially been announced, it gives fans hope that something big is coming for each in the future. Um, holy Microsoft shit! Also, yeah, Sorry. go on, go on. We'll, we'll react. We can react. That's, to that. that's, that's how perfect. I just. That's that's where I came down on it. Like, I, that's what I said on social media. Like, my initial reaction was just, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> this is like this. This is an an announcement that could change the way we buy and sell and have games for everybody. Um, right now, obviously, um, me and Ross used to say this a lot on this podcast. Uh, shout out to Ross. Um, obviously, overdoing his finger. Uh, the Reddit podcast, what's it called? Party chat. That's it. Um, so go tell him we sent him there. Um, we used to say this: being in second place is the best for for an Xbox fan because it's stuff like this that happens. 
It's the backwards compatibility. It's the Xbox One X. It's the Elite controller. It's getting Game Pass in the first place, and then this announcement with Game Pass, you don't get this if you're in first place. It no, doesn't not happen. Not at all. It no. doesn't happen. There's no way it happens. So this is this is huge, obviously. Um, a lot of people are like the, thinking the business behind this is stupid. I think this is one of the smartest decisions they've made. Business 1,000%. Because it's all about recurrent income. Like You can get someone to pay £50 for your game once, mm. and then you get whatever, £50. You don't obviously don't get £50, but let's say you do. No. Um, or you can get them to pay a monthly subscription. And yes, some, all some people will do is buy a month of Game Pass, the month Sea of Thieves comes out, the month State of Decay 2 comes out, the month Crackdown, Halo, Forza, whatever. But... If that person, yeah, if that if that person who then goes, I want to play Sea of Thieves when it comes out, and I don't want to pay full price for it, I'm going to drop eight pound on a Game Pass, or I'm going to watch my Xbox and me and see if Fix is giving away any codes. And no, nope, Fix ain't giving away Fix no giving more, away codes. more codes. Let codes me anymore. tell you. Let me uh, <laughs> let me announce right now. I still got two years and ten months worth of Game Pass. No, you can't have none. It's going to me, and it's going to Haley, and it's going to Gary. That's it. Done. Ooh, thank you. Not happening. I already gave away three years worth. If you didn't get none then, that's your problem. I gave away um, two months as part of a secret Santa because I was skint and I thought that was... But now, that was a terrible idea. I thought it was a great right, idea at the time. I got but... you. I can reimburse you those two months. Thanks, I don't man. get to pay you, so there you go. I yeah, got you. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, but if someone buys the £8 and plays Sea of Thieves and then is playing Sea of Thieves and then let's say his friends aren't online, um, this theoretical person might then go, what else is in xbox game pass oh shit there's this and that and this and that oh maybe it's worth keeping this and then all of a sudden microsoft's getting an income from that one person that they wouldn't have been getting otherwise this is the way i look at it yeah think about how many people and i'm not maybe you're not this type of person because you're a smart consumer but there are plenty of dumb consumers out there which it's oh this is eight pounds cool here's my credit card details and i forgot and they don't even, I'm not, I'm, no disrespect to my friends, because I love them dearly, but I've got friends who buy a FIFA, still, every year, do not use their 10-hour free trial on EA Access, and they have EA Access, and then when it goes in the vault, they still won't trade in their game. Because they're like, well, I'm not doing that, I, I want it physically. I'm like, but you have the game in the vault, you pay for it. Yeah. People do not think about it, and they go, oh, £8, that's nothing. <laughs> like, they say Xbox hit a quarter of their audience with this. That's so much money they're generating. Yep. And they're going to go, people are going to come and back and say, but they're going to lose out on the 60. Xbox exclusives do not sell well anyway. Sunset Overdrive, under a million. Um, Quantum Break, I don't think they announced official numbers, but we know that didn't sell well either. Uh, Super Lucky Tales, um, Zoo Tycoon, that Disney Fantasia, um, that was a good game as well. What else am I missing? I'm missing a couple more that are on the Xbox One. Um, Rise of Rome, which I think that probably did do okay due to the fact it was a launch game. Uh, Dead Rising oh, 4, yeah. when that launched as a timed exclusive. Tomb Raider. Yeah, I was about to say, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider didn't even sell very well. Let me tell you about... This is crazy. This is crazy. And this is now going to mean... I think, personally, this is my thought process behind all this, is... This means we're now going to get... We're going to get the Gears of Wars, the Halos, the Forzas, still. We're going to get those. 
But I think we're going to see a lot more middle middle double A games like the State of Decay 2s, the Crackdowns, which I know Crackdowns a triple A game, but I truly just don't care about that game. With this, I will now play it. With this, it will now get a review from Gary. With this, it will. There's nothing we will miss now. And there's going to have that, that conversation about it more and more and more and more. And you, what you've got to remember is, forget the me's and you's and people listening to this. Let's think about the your friends who are not listening to my Xbox and me. But they play games. They're gonna, you're going to go to them, oh man, you've got to get... We'll use Crackdown for this example, but I don't think Crackdown. But, oh my god, you've got to get Crackdown. And you're going to say... You should get Game Pass. They're going to go, nah, I'm good. And they're still going to go buy it for £60. Microsoft loses nothing there. But they have the mindset there. And they have the talking there. Because you've played it. You. We know word of mouth works. Just like we always say, please share this podcast. Please post it on Facebook groups. Please, whatever it is. Because it's mindshare. You're taking away the mindshare from the competitor. And if, if Xbox can release games at a steady rate, first-party titles, and even timed exclusives now. Because this gives a whole new meaning to timed exclusives, in my opinion. Because something that's timed exclusive now is going to have everybody on it because it's not going to cost them their full price, per se. And they're going to give it more of a chance now. And the, the Twitch streamers are going to get it out there. And the mixer streamers and whatever. I, I think this is crazy, dude. Crazy. I, I, I'm super excited. Holy shit. But, you know, it's, it's, it's great for so many different reasons. Like, you hit on one just there. Like, when Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 and Crackdown 3, when they all come out, obviously they all have multiplayer co-op. And I was, like, envisioning such a fight to try and get my friends to play these games with me because, obviously, everybody has to buy a copy and then... You know, you have to convince them that it's worth the money and you have to say, oh, we're not just going to play it for a day or two and then drop a it. Day. But now it's just like, it's eight quid, mate. Come on, get on it. <laughs> I'll fucking pay eight quid for you to play this game with me. Like Again, but it's the point of just pay eight quid, mate, boom, boom, boom. And then there's so many people who are going to say that and they're going to forget about it. Yeah, man. And then it's, oh, I forgot to cancel it. I'll get around to it. Oh, I forgot to cancel it. That's money Microsoft wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. Well, it's like, I'll pay for it. Like Even when there's no new games coming out into it, like, I'll pay for it because I do the same thing with Netflix. I pay Netflix every month. Sometimes I don't really use Netflix very much, but I have it because it's it's always it's always there. I can just jump into it whenever I want, and it's going to be the same with Game Pass. Like, I'll always have it. It's always there. I'll just jump into it whenever I want. The thing that excites me the most about all this is the third parties as well now. How many more third parties are going to be like, okay, well, you're investing in it with your first parties. We can put our old whatever game that's not selling at all so what i think is more the backwards compatibility titles now you burn out paradises um you know those type games that like have like fan favorites like that people enjoy they love those games but no one's playing them now no one's streaming them no one cares this can give remember when pewdiepie played skate yeah imagine enough obviously not just pewdiepie but imagine Enough small streamers then start picking up. Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a multiplayer game that I, I, I can't think of an example right now. Maybe will you oh, call you? It's a weird example. Just I think about a smaller game that needs a community behind it. Sunset Overdrive. 
I know it's not a third player game. Need, that's a single player. That's it. single player as well. You don't need a multiplayer behind that to sell that. Well, clearly you do because it didn't sell well. But I'm just interested to see what third yeah. parties do. I, I mean, really imagine am. if I'm Microsoft really can, can get third parties to maybe put a new game in Game Pass. Not necessarily something. Not necessarily something massive like Call of Duty. You'll never do it. Destiny, whatever. But like a mid-tier publisher. With a game that might be niche, that might not necessarily sell that well. They just put it in Game Pass and get a cut of the of revenue from Game Pass. I don't know how all that would work, but... Oh, well, they're already doing it. Capcom's already in there. Capcom's yeah. got Resident Evil 6 in there. So they're getting something from that. Indies, the idea Xbox team must be like, wow, people are actually going to play it. Like, no disrespect yeah. to the idea Xbox games, but how many more people are going to try out their games just because... Cool art style, or they bought it and their kid wants to try it out now. And the one thing I haven't touched on here, which I need to say, is be ready for every single Microsoft first-party studio game to have microtransactions. Yeah, because now there's going to be the people. And I said this to Gresh. It's the people who, even with Gears of War, it's like I bought this. I didn't actually. I didn't buy this. I'm only using the game pass, so it only cost me eight pounds. So now I can buy the skin, which we all know. Obviously, yeah. I'm really enjoying this game and stuff. And I haven't re- technically haven't really paid for really, it. I haven't bought it. Yeah. You have. <laughs> it's like I haven't really paid for it technically. So you know, I'll, yeah. I'll buy this thing. This this season pass. This DLC. This skin. This whatever. Just chuck the developers a few quid. Yeah, is it, and how many more people are going to do that now? I probably you, I know. Doing it. I think I probably would. I know how much I do it with games that I get sent. If we get, if I get sent a game, um, like I remember I got sent Rocket League for uh, streaming purposes, and I remember I was like, all right, cool, I will buy the one of the at least one of the skins, or and then obviously if you enjoy it, you're going to keep buying it and keep buying it and keep buying it. But I don't know. I just I I find this super interesting. It's amazing. I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, no. I did a video about all three consoles for, for my channel, which was just talking about what they might do this year, and this yeah. didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> like, well, a lot, of pe- a lot of people have been saying this is exactly what they needed. This is, I just think this is exactly what maybe the industry needed. Because, like I say, it, the one thing that does worry me now is the, the, the games that do have online servers that are going to go away eventually the sea of thieves sea of thieves one day just will be gone yeah like there will be nothing you can there'll be nothing to do in sea of thieves um but what it does do for a game like sea of thieves is i think it gives it more longevity because they're going to see the numbers the player count now and it's gonna be like oh well they're still like they did with the division two uh, the division sorry where it's like well our player count's gone up and up and up and there are people still playing it we can keep serving them content now the division has microtransactions. Do you know why no one talks about it? Because the game's been out for God knows how long. How much money do you think they're actually making from that? I imagine enough. I bet enough. Yeah, enough. Enough. I'm not saying loads. Enough. Enough. There's that's all you've got to do is make enough. Do you know what I mean? Like if they can get a, I don't know, maybe a thirty percent attach rate. Let's say like thirty million consoles out there. Obviously, I mean they're only really and, a few million. That's all it takes. I mean, a few million times eight, you know, like it. I'm not doing maths, that's bad. You know, it's good. Quick maths is not my strong point. No, quick maths, we'll just move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm super excited about this. This is um, something I... I... This is huge, like, huge. 
I think this just gives you even more reason to go and buy an Xbox, though. Yes, it does. Which is like, go buy an Xbox. You don't even have to buy our games anymore. Just rent it. It's like, what would you mean? Like, and but it's in your psyche. And again, like I say, when you think you're not paying for something, you actually are. You know, you know what I mean. It's like, well, it's like how people call games with gold free games. They're not free. You pay for them. So, quick question: Would you reckon there's going to definitely be a? Uh, a, uh, a deal with gold and game pass right yeah they've got to combine the two not necessarily to the price of one or the other but there'll be no, a no. there'll be a bundle of some description because obviously because everybody who wants to play sea of thieves state of k2 and crackdown 3 and multiplayer are going to need gold as well so they're going to a lot of the people are going to be buying both anyway yep 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 this year from our ads and it is, of course, from our boy Mike Lynch. Thank you very much for supporting the show, Mike. And it says, Hey, the Mike Spots in Me community. Hope you're all having a fabulous 2018. I just wanted to let you all know that my goal this year is to hit 50 followers. Please, please, please go over to twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch and follow me. It would mean so very much to me and it would mean even more if you did it while I'm live because a cool little gift pops up. That's all from me. Have a great 2018. Thank you very much, Mike. Need no ad read from you. It's time again. Also, this episode is brought to you by Words About Games. Gary, you just hit 50 followers. I did. You've done it. I You've did. Done I've it. done it. How does it feel? Um, I'm still. It's still sinking in. It just happened so, like yesterday. So yeah, what's what's? So you're gonna be an affiliate soon. Soon. I need to do Are one you? stream with a bunch of concurrent viewers because I'm on like average viewers count of 2.9 for the last 30 days. But I'm sorting all that out. Um, what do you need to? What do you need to get to? Then? Three within the last thirty days, and I did a couple of streams that were slightly lower. Um, so I just you need know to... what to do, right? Yeah, Just open free web browsers. Oh, mate, I've got people. I've got people on it. Okay. <laughs> First, I'm, I'm doing it. Open... I'm doing a short stream. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna have fucking shitloads of concurrent viewers. It's fine. Yeah. Um, just, just yeah. Because it's that close to the line, but it's like I don't know. I like I didn't. I I thought I thought it was gonna take a lot longer. You, 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 all Me. of you actually. You all, you all like helped so much. Like, oh, of course, well, of course, we're gonna help. I don't care. I'm, I'm just... amazed. Like, I only try. I only went for it because obviously I've been streaming since last October when we did the uh, 25 hour charity live stream. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I've only really been going for it in the last maybe month. Yeah. So to get that milestone so quickly is. It's a mind blown. I know how Twitch affiliation changed my my life, and it obviously Twitch affiliation to me was the difference between me doing YouTube content mm-hmm. full time and being a streamer full time. Um, because with YouTube there is no instant gratification. Yeah, like I say, people they pop in and then they they watch content and they pop out. They don't even drop a like or a comment. So, yeah. but with Twitch, it's that instant. There is somebody there watching you live right at this precise second, and they can backseat game or they could be very happy and funny or they could be miserable it doesn't matter what what they're in but it's just awesome that the community come together and it wasn't as much as yeah i did help and obviously whatever because i've got a a reach beyond maybe some other people but you've got a shout out to the the matthew the oh matthew yeah Smith everybody and, uh, like... and the, the mr moody's and the, the stews and the, the the people that were like in the my xbox and me facebook groups like yo if you ain't done this go do it 
And like, I was just like, literally, I was like watching your channel. Like, I'd go into your followers to see who followed. And it's like, oh, he's in my chat. Oh, he's in my chat. Oh, they did it. Thank you. Yeah, man. I love when we're streaming at the same time and you end and I'm still going. And all of a sudden, it's just like mass migration. Everybody just joins in. It's great. I love it. Yeah, because I'll, I'll host you. I'm just like, yo, go there. Go to Gary. Quick, go, go, go. So, yeah. It's fucking, it's man, awesome. it's great. Like, um, I didn't expect it to happen so fast. So thank you to you, obviously, Fix, and everybody else out there because I kept seeing my, my name pop up in the my xbox and me facebook group every few days where it was just like yo go follow this channel he needs to get 50 he's close go follow this channel i was like damn people give a shit yeah. like i'm not used to it so now now we've got to do the same for mike lynch yes so now we've absolutely got to do this if you did it for me we can do it for mike lynch and then we're done i'm done we're and done. then and then no yeah. more twitch affiliations i don't care about nobody else give it, so. give it a few months unless, unless you pay for the ad and then maybe you can have it <laughs> All right, let's get into the news because this show has already gone goddamn long. Holy crap. Uh, first piece of news State of Decay 2 and Crackdown 3 release dates possibly leaked by Amazon Spain. According to Amazon, uh, State of Decay 2 is coming out on the t- May 25th and Crackdown 3 is coming June 29th. Uh, both listings are still up on the Amazon Spain, although they are likely be. Pulled, soon pulled. Um, State of K Two is the sequel. Blah 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 blah. We don't yeah. need. We know what these games are. Um, what do you think of this? True, fake, whatever. I mean, the timelines make sense. Um, Crackdown Three was meant to come out in November last year. Didn't. So summer release sounds about right. State of K Two before E Three. Again, that sounds about right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm really, really looking forward to State of K Two. Oh, dude, you don't. Did you play the first one? You didn't, did you? Yeah, a bit. I you didn't. Did, yeah? I got into it like a bit after it came out, but yeah, I played it on PC for all, for about ten State hours or so. State of Decay One is so good. I loved it. And the problems it had was the non multiplayer, and it, it needed more of that that base building that they seem to be like, hey, we've got more of that. The things you wanted, we've got more of, which was multiplayer and more base building, so it actually matters. Oh, I can't wait. I really cannot wait. I love zombie games. That is the first zombie game that I wanted. I've always wanted a game like that mm-hmm. on a more AAA front, which again, State of Decay 2 isn't that still, which is what I was hoping for. I was hoping Microsoft were really going to put the money behind them to give them that AAA feel. They haven't done that, which is a shame, but whatever. Maybe keeping it nice and unique um, unique, sorry, um, is what they need to do to try and bolster the audience. And maybe free is what I'm hoping for. But I love that that Daisy type feel. You're searching houses, you're scavenging goods, um, the zombies will overrun you. There's plenty of different enemy types. Permanent death, obviously. Yeah. Um if you you train this character, I had this one character, I think it was Lily, I think her name was, where you literally, I was training her and training her and training her, and I took her out just a little bit too far, mm. and she was over-encumbered with gear, and I was like, I can't leave this bag, but I was like, Lily's heavy, so she can't run as fast, and I got done by one of the big fat zombies, and it just blew up and killed her, and I was just like... Devastation. Oh, man. Yeah, what I do I feeling. do? I've got I've got to train her up all over again. No, it's, uh, like I said, like yeah. back when I because it's a slightly older game now. Back when I first played it, I was still playing Left 4 Dead like a lot, and I really enjoy Left 4 Dead. Like I love Left 4 Dead, but like State of Decay was I used to say it was the, the the zombie game I wanted. Yeah, um, because it's about you always ask that question like how would you survive in a zombie apocalypse? You know, we've always had that. That those discussions because we're nerds and that's what we do, um, and like State of Decay is like the game version of that, essentially. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. That's do you know what? That's actually one of the only games that I would like a fir- a first person view in. I would like a first person version of that game. So like a PUBG. I want I want PUBG, but with zombies. With the with the the. With the not so much the obviously the battle royale, I mean like the size of the map and the, scavenging the, the I like the scavenging yeah. and 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 with a bit of base building. Oh, that would oh. yeah. Give me Minecraft base building. Yeah, this yeah. is what I want. I want Rust, but Rust to be better than what it is. It doesn't have to reset every thirty days. That's what I want, pretty much. No, it sounds good. Like Can I have you'd, that? you'd go in, you'd, <laughs> you'd go on your PUBG map and you'd be like, right, we'll take the school over, and then you clear the school out, and then you reinforce the the. The fences the, the outside and the walls, and, and you, oh yeah, man! And then you're like, oh, there's buildings over there. Let's go check those out with it. Yeah, man, I see where you're coming from. I see where you coming you from. You see what I'm saying? You see, let's we're, make we're on the wavelength, happen, man. Right? We're on the wavelength. Yo, let's let's back. tweet let's tweet AC Bongos and Phil and everybody else, and let's get this game made. Yep. Well, you know, AC Bongos, follow me. I'll just, uh, just slide into those just DMs. Just slide you know, into his I'm DMs. <laughs> Yo, hey, Mr. Bongos, we need to make this game, please. Also, thank you. You need to put us in Fable Four. Imagine, yeah. yeah. What do you? What do you reckon? Wow. Once we get him on the show, which I think at this point is going to happen at some point, yeah. What do you reckon the odds are? He let me voice a character or something. Do you reckon he's got that pull? I don't actually know what AC Bongo's job is. I think he's like marketing. Isn't I don't he think like he has social? that pull. That's even worse. He definitely hasn't got the pull that we need. Wait, wait. I'm looking you know up on Twitter. We're gonna have. We're gonna have to get Phil. We're gonna have to get Phil on the show. And social marketing manager social marketing see hmm maybe he's got the pull we're not sure we'll for like one we'll voice line you know just all I need is like a follow me on twitch <laughs> oh yeah Gavner. follow me on twitch follow me on twitch someone's got to say follow me on twitch in a new fable right surely yeah, I, mean, I could do that works, yeah. I could do that just what you're just a character um, wandering around the land doing promo <laughs> <laughs> They're going to need one of those, I'm sure. All right, next piece of news. Uh, sea of Thieves was the top-viewed game on Twitch when the beta launched. Uh, the Sea of Thieves closed beta launched on the January 24th, and it looks like gamers are loving the experience. Whatever. Uh, game, look, this is awesome. I don't really need to read it. The, the, it clocked over 150,000 concurrent views on Twitch, beating League, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, yada, yada, yada. Most games do this so i'm not gonna make a big deal out of this this is a free beta um lyric was playing it who on his own brings in like 30k viewers um if not more sometimes the the big boy youtubers come out to do this i think once you've experienced it the first day i don't see it doing it again so i'll be super interested to see where this where this lands on twitch because landing on twitch is a big deal let me tell you, I don't care what, yeah, what people say. That's how PUBG say. got so popular. I mean, the very, if, very you're, if you're in that top echelon of... There's tons of games that have, of like, like uh, Dead by Daylight. I remember that doing quite well with Twitch viewers. Obviously, Friday the 13th, even though that game is absolute doggy doo-doo, in my opinion. Um, Good save. Yeah, this is... this is Yeah, I know, I'm trying not to swear as much. Um, this is interesting. This is interesting, but not that interesting. I'm interested to see what it does day one. Uh, with the whole Game Pass uh, and when the game yeah. actually releases. I'm interested to see what it does on day 60 on Twitch. That- I think it's going to be I think it's going to be solid. I think it's going to find a solid viewership on Twitch and a solid roster of regular streamers just because of the random nature of the game. That's what they need. They need the the hardcore 
they need the hardcore people with the big it's the big viewerships it's not the unfortunately as much as it hurts me to say it's not the me's and you i play pubg that does not help pubg sell games i've sold pubg copies definitely there's no two ways about that i wish there was like a link that i could go to through like all the platforms where people would click it and then i'd know how many copies i'd sold yeah. i've sold xboxes i've sold games yeah, but and i've sold ghost recon wildlands which i regret selling yes yeah, sorry that one was on me. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, but I'd be interested to see how many people have actually bought games because of my streams. Because being a little streamer is probably harder. Probably. To, yeah. Whatever. You should leave. Uh, do you want to say this? Leave a leave a comment on my Xbox and me Facebook group every time you buy a game because of fix. Or you? I can. We'll, or me. We'll tally or it up me. together. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll tally it up together. We'll tally yeah. up. Let's be honest. You, you you selling games? I'm only a game reviewer. I don't sell games. Bit of a reach. See, you just critique the games. You don't sell them. No, I'm joking. Do you want to take this next one? I'm hurt, but I'll still take the next one because I'm a professional. <laughs> Thank you. Report. EA's Anthem potentially delayed to early 2019. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah, no kidding. Anthem, Bioware's ambitious action role-playing game announced at E3 2017, will not come out until 2019, according to a report from Kotaku. Blah, 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 blah. Kotaku's report characterizes Anthem's delay as a sign of increasing pressure on the Electronic Arts studio to come back with a big hit following the disappointing performance of Mass Effect Andromeda last year. Unidentified sources connected to the studio told Kotaku that the fall 2018 window was never realistic. No shit, Sherlock. Kotaku speculates that Bioware can't delay the game beyond March 2019, which is when EA's fiscal year ends. I'm not going to read the rest of the story, but the whole article over in Kotaku is actually really, really interesting. It's another one of those Jason Schreier behind-the-scenes pieces where he's gotten like a dozen people to talk to him off the record, um, and he's made this big, long story about it. <sighs> Thing is, right? <laughs> Thing is, right? If, if say... November 2019 was always, like, let's say November, October, was always going to be unrealistic. Mm. What difference is March going to make? And didn't we, already ugly, just go, didn't we already just go down this road with Mass Effect Andromeda, where it was delayed to, from fall to March, and it was still rushed? And it suffered yep. because of that. And I think... I think a lot of people have sucked higher hopes in this game due to what they've shown which looks amazing i'm super scared that this is this is bioware could be in trouble yeah 100 percent. if this isn't a hit we've seen it before so many times with studios at year and if this isn't a hit this is going to be this is yeah bioware's in, in in the shit to say a word that fix won't to um I'll try not to. No, you just try not to. So I'll take on the swear and juice because I ain't got a swear jar. I don't give a fuck. Thank you. Um, My swear jar is super full. Yeah, bet it is. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like this game now, there's pressure. It needs to be a hit. At least that's what, that's the impression that I'm getting. I think that's the impression they're giving off. That's the impression EA are like, all right, well, we've cancelled one game, we destroyed the studio, we shut down the studio, I shouldn't say destroyed. Obliterated Um, studio. (laughs) um, We have, obviously, we've still got FIFA, we've still got Madden, we're still okay, but what's the next one? Because Mass Effect's been put on the back burner now because Andromeda are obviously 
come out in the state that it did, and they're like, I can, I can so see like EA like sitting there breathing over their yeah. necks as well. Like, hey, hey, how's that game coming along? Yeah, all right, well, more, more this. And it's like, but that's not no more this. And it's like, mm, but we don't want more this. Like, oh, it's okay. like they're, they're making the same mistakes again. Like all I, the mistakes they made like with Mass it. Effect, it feels like they're making all Anthem. And I actually care about Anthem. I didn't care about Mass Effect. It's annoying. I mean, I cared about Mass Effect to a degree. I care about Anthem to a degree. Um, oh, yeah. All of these are to a degree. I don't, yeah. I, I don't make no money from it, so who gives a rat's? Like, <laughs> I, that game may be not great when it comes out. And that's just speculation, and I'm not. I'm hoping that it is, because I hope that every game I play is great. But Of course. We all, you want every game to be a 10. Yeah, exactly. So I want every come game out to be as a fives, 10. though. Yeah. And then Gary gives Sonic forces. We don't do review scores like, anymore. I did a yeah, whole video of it. Yeah, thank fuck. Your review scores were terrible. You're, well, shut up. I don't review, so I can, I can, you can't critique me. <laughs> um, they weren't terrible. People love your reviews, and so do I. So, love you. Uh, let's move on. Crystal Dynamics assembles top industry talent to work on the Avengers project. Crystal Dynamics have hired 15 top industry talents in January to work on the Avengers project. The company announced uh, this includes former Naughty Dog creative director. Um, I'm not no. saying names because I've been butchering them lately. Uh, also, Visceral Games, Veteran, and more. Um, you've also got people who worked on the Batman uh, Arkham Origins game, which is the best uh, Batman game, though, at me. Dead Space, Star Wars Battlefront, and more, such as Monolith Productions and Sledgehammer's leadership, animation, game design, art, and engineers. The Avengers Project. When does it come, Gary? When do we see it? When We're going to we see, see it, it E3? at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, when is it coming out? Uh, fall 2019. A holiday, you know, 20, the big season. 2020. I can we'll see, see that too. E3, but it's coming out in 2020. I can see it this getting is, delayed to 2020. I generally don't even understand why they announced this because now they've got people waiting. They so, should have just went. They should not have mentioned anything. Um, Disney should have kept this one under wraps. Um, as much as Disney is still going to be like relevant and people are still going to care at 2020. Oh, yeah. But people are just like me. I'm just like, yo, Spider-Man game's coming out. Where's that Avengers game? Because I still want something on my Xbox. And it's like, well, you can't. Sorry. Because it's not that for you. Um, No. You're not allowed. The only thing that gives me pause for thought about saying 2019 and 2020 is Avengers Part 4 comes out summer 2019. I don't think they care about that though, because it's not. It's not like it's. It's not like the they game. Need need, I don't. Yeah, think, yeah. I don't think the game needs the movie. And I don't think the movie needs the game. No, the movie Do definitely you know I mean? doesn't Neither need the game. Of, um, I just think both ways. I just think they are doing such a good job with giving the properties to the people that they need to, which is awesome. Um, people with the people who care about it. I do think Crystal Dynamics will do a great job. Um, yeah, they're they a fantastic amazing, studio. Amazing Tomb Raider games, the new ones especially. Just oh, they're so good. Um, yeah, I just I just don't think this is a big deal. I'll be honest. I'm like we'll just have to wait and see for this to come. Next one, Gary, hit me. Last one. Oh. Destiny Two is not in a good place, according to industry analyst. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. It's a no shit Sherlock kind of week, isn't it? It is. Writing in a piece titled "Destiny Two is not in a good place" via CNBC, which which is a proper news outlet, not just a gaming news outlet. 
Uh, there's an industry analyst noted that the shoot and loot sequel Destiny 2 didn't exactly set the world on fire over the holiday season, unlike fellow Activision stablemate Call of Duty World War 2. In fact, players are gradually jumping ship. Quote, While Call of Duty World War 2 clearly had a great holiday, which likely sets up strong, fan- strong franchise live services revenue in 2018, Destiny 2 is struggling right now with player engagement, appearing to be on the wane. You look like you got something to say. I thought you were going to say... I thought you, do you want to say it? No, no, carry on, carry on, carry on. He also outlined a number of key points as to why Destiny 2 has been suffering in comparison to its 2014 predecessor. Chiefly, he believes, Bungie's communication with the community leaves a lot to be desired, with its urgency in responding to fans being disappointing and its reluctance in communicating its roadmap going forward also a sore point. Unsurprisingly, the analyst highlighted microtransactions as a point of contention among the Destiny 2 fan base, albeit not quite to the same extent as Star Wars Battlefront 2. No shit. He also labelled various decisions as feeling less distinctive than the original game and suggested elements of the end game feel neutered compared to Destiny 1. Quote, We do think Bungie still has some opportunity to fix the game's problems over the next year and recapture engagement, but we're not sure they have the ability to pull it off at this point. End quote. I agree. I don't think, I don't know if they can. This is, this is the, the new, this is my new uh, background. And this is a, a motto that I, I want to, I asked some people during the week this week, I asked a couple of people, why do they watch me? Because I'm like, it still baffles me that people care about what it is I do. And they say it's because I care. And I do care. And I'm glad that comes through in my content, that I care about the people watching, I care about the people listening, I care so much. And this relates, because the quote in this, the quote of my life right now is, in a world for the people who couldn't care less, be someone who couldn't care more. Bungie thought they could get away with parring us off with um, marketing terms. Bungie thought they'd get away with the microtransactions. Bungie thought they would not communicate and it would be okay. It is not okay to not communicate to people that buy things from you. I've learned that. I know that. As someone who sells things, a product, um, whether it is just content or whatever, um, I follow a company who you can see me supporting right now. Kind of funny. They've learned from this. Be over, over communicate. Do not under communicate. Destiny Two is a game I had a lot of fun with. Destiny Two was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I still to this day could go back and play it and have fun. But I understand why the hardcores are upset. I really can. Well said. I mean, there's a reason I gave Destiny 2 a glowing review when it came out, and then it ended up on my most disappointing list of the year for Game of the Year. Because between launch and now, it's just been such a downward slide, like, all the way. And you know what it is for me about that game? It's all about the money. Yep. Like, literally. Like, everything is... Oh, we're gonna give you more, but it's in the season pass. We're gonna give you more, but it's in the expansion. We're gonna give you more. Duh, duh, duh. There's the nothing engrams. for free in that game, yeah. or it's in the engrams. It's like, what is it with these games? Are they not learning? Like, why did Destiny do Destiny One do better than Destiny Two? Because we didn't know what Destiny was. Yeah. And now we figured out what Destiny is. We don't care anymore. Hundred percent. It, and I don't, I don't think they can repair things in the next year. I don't. People are moving on. Mindshare. I keep talking about it. There are so many games coming around. Uh, other great shooters and other great titles. Mindshare. Mindshare. And when the mindshare is negative, just why, why I think Anthem's going to struggle as well. 
due to that being attached to EA to a certain degree. Don't get me wrong; they're still it'll sell tons of copies, and, and it will sell. A good launch, but, but we're talking about what we're talking about here, which is mindshare and the mindshare around Bungie and Destiny 2 is they don't communicate and they are all about the money. The thing is the goalposts have moved right so as developers and publishers have gone across these games as service games like Anthem and Destiny and The Division before it was all all it was about was launch day sales or launch week Mm -hmm. sales because that's where the majority of your sales came from so you do that and then have a sale six months down the line to, to make another spike and then you're pretty much golden um, and maybe yeah. do some DLC like, further down the line. But now it's constant. Now it's not launch day. It's good. You, that's when you get your game out. But that's just the beginning. That's not necessarily the end. And I think with Bungie especially, especially the way they've been handling Destiny 2, I don't think they're coping with that quite well. I don't think they're doing what they need to do. And I'm not going to sit here and say, I, this is they should do this, that, and the other, because I don't have the answers. But whatever they're doing, it's not working. I'm with you. I totally agree. Gary, games with gold this month are Zombie, Army of Two, and Sugar. What's the last one? I knew I forgot to put something in the show notes. <laughs> I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and the last one is... Was it Van Helsing? Is it... Yeah, it might be. You might be right. Van Helsing, whatever, whatever, free. Because I said, why did I get three of them? Um, anyway, let's jump into Fix the Sack. We've got Ooh. a couple of emails this week, and uh, I will read one to you right now. Remember, you can email him, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. I've had a ton of new people come in. Uh, numbers have been super solid on the last couple of episodes, so thank you to everyone that's new. Please email in. I want to hear from you. I want to know who you are. I see the numbers, guys. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. How about you email in? I didn't get to know you guys. I had someone jump in my uh, Twitch chat the other day. And there was like a high C, and I'm like, whoa, what the f... This person knows me personally, called me C. And they didn't... They were from the podcast, and I was like, yo! So I was super happy. And uh, I couldn't pronounce his name properly, because I was an idiot. So I called him Titty, which was even better. Fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Get those emails in. First one says, what's up, fixer and man pig man... Uh, man bear pig. See, I've sorted out your nickname for Gary. Hmm. And it's even gaming related, as man, Bear Pig is in the stick of truth. Hmm. Anyways, hope you're both good and fix. I've pre- uh, pestered you about this before, but how would the community feel about having a My Xbox and Me game calendar? Let us know in advance what you will be playing, and we can join you uh, whilst you're streaming. Uh. Come be more organized. You can make this work. Uh, we, <laughs> I love how people are just like, yeah, you can make this work. We could all check in what you've been, pl- what you're playing uh, when we are on our days off, set. And if I'm up for it, I can join you and annoy you like I normally do. Anyways, chin up, big man, and Gary, don't cut your hair or I'll have to change your nickname. All the best, proper bo. Will not cut my hair again. I love the idea of having like a community uh, calendar. So people know what it is I'm playing and um, maybe we can make it work for Gary as well because he streams now. So it's just getting a schedule down is the problem for you because yeah. obviously yeah, work schedule is um, I love the idea. The problem is that I don't know what I'm playing when I wake up. And uh, if anybody knows me who's been in my Twitch chat, they know that I will... I will play different games because at the end of the day, being a streamer and doing it eight hours a day, 
you don't know what you're in the mood for. Some days you're in the mood for FIFA, some days you're in the mood for PUBG, some days you're in the mood for Sea of Thieves. Like, you usually know when I'm going to do a big event where I want people to join, like, consistently, because I make a thumbnail for it, and it's like, at this day, come and play this, like, Sea of Thieves. When that game launches properly, I will be doing that. And, like, those type of things. But a community calendar where you know what I'm playing is really, really hard, because I don't know what I'm playing. Um... It's hard as to schedule you know, that kind of thing I, as well, yeah. Well, yeah, I, well, I do four hours in the morning, and then I do lunchtime with Fix, and then I do four hours, maybe a little bit more at night. And I just, I don't know what I'm going to play. So it's really, really hard for me to say, at this day, I will be playing this. Especially when we got games like Monster Hunter World this drops. Maybe I'll play Monster Hunter for a day, maybe I'll play Monster Hunter for a week, maybe I'll get so drawn into that game that I play it for the rest of the year. I just don't know. Um, it's one of those things that if you want to, with me personally, if you want to play with me and be part of the community and do the My Xbox and Me stuff, um, you've got to be in Twitch chat. Twitch.tv slash mcfixer. If you are in there, um, you have the opportunity to play with me. Subscribers obviously get priority over people that are not subscribed. I usually waver that for people that are Patreon supporters as well, just because there's no way of showing that. But it is a little bit of an extra perk to subscribers, obviously. Um, it's just really hard to say, I'm going to be playing this game at this day at this time, because I just don't know. And especially everything that's going on in my life right now with my nan and stuff, I seriously can't do it. Um, if you can think of a way that you can make it work, where you're like, okay, Fixer, you have to commit to us on a friday night and we are playing a certain game maybe i could make that work but as we learn with like the my xbox and me uh, with the my xbox and me game nights which obviously Stu, uh not Stu, sorry uh mr moody and foxes do it's just the same three people turn up they still do see sundays and i love them for it and they love it but it's the same people so we're not getting new people in the community joining so they're pointless to take I only get to spend two days with Hayley, which is Saturday and Sunday. I'm not going to take my Sunday away to play with, as much as I love Moody. I love Moody, I love Foxy, I love FIFA, I love um, FIFA's mate. But it's the same people. I love Mike Lynch. But it's just the same people, do you know what I mean? So I don't need to do that every single Sunday. If I was knew, knew I was going to get proper BO or whoever else it may be, then maybe I would consider it a little bit more doing game nights again. But the ones we've done prior have just been such... Not flops, but mediocre. That it's just not worth putting so much time and so much effort into it, personally. I hope I answered that perfectly for you, probably. It's a good idea, but difficult. It's just hard to, it's hard to put into place, that's all. Um, yeah, it's hard. Especially, do you know what it is as well, also? Especially when you've got a game like PUBG, for me, personally. PUBG, I can average around 10 to 20 people to watch me, guaranteed. Nah, not everybody likes to play PUBG. Um, so you're like, oh, we're going to play this on this day. And if that flops and I only get five people watching, I look at that as a loss. There's no point in me doing that because I know I can guarantee 10 to 20 people watching PUBG. So it's a hard one. It really is. Do you want to take this last email? Uh, yep. I just need to reopen my... Sorry, I got so, I do it, I'll do it, I'll I got do it, I'll so do enthralled with uh, what you were saying. Anyway. Hello, you sexy men. Hope you are well kicking butt and playing some Xbox. My question is about Bioware. When did Bioware go from being one of the best developers out there to putting all their eggs in one basket kind of developer? It is clear as day to me, if Anthem is a failure, EA will probably close the studio. 
Am I reading too much into it or am I right? Keep kicking butt, your friend and lover, Mr. Moody. Yeah, maybe. I think you're. Yeah. I think you're right. Honestly, I don't. I don't think you're reading too much into it. I think Jason Trier's clearly stated his opinion, uh, his facts. Sorry. Um, They're on the last legs I, at I'm, the very least. I, 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 I don't know. I've maybe maybe we're reading into it. So I, 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 it's a hard one. It really is. But when did Bioware go from being one of the best developers uh, to putting all their eggs in one basket? I think that's EA. EA are at the end of the day. EA are like this is the game, and Anthem is a huge Destiny-like game. Um, EA know that they have the opportunity to really take a chunk out of that market with a game like Anthem. Because of the amount of appeal, the appeal for it and stuff, and Destiny 2's um, problems, probably. Obviously, I do oh. like. Wow, they're they're struggling. We can we can capitalize on that, guys. Put everything on this, and unfortunately, when you're owned by a big company like that, that's what you've got to do. You can only and do the games that they sign off on because they pay the budget. Exactly, exactly. It is, it is a, a sad one. Obviously, Bioware for me, they're not Bioware games. Have never been games that I like truly love like um but i know i know especially mr moody loves them oh, I so love much some, there's some bioware games um, i love them the old yeah ones. like i know yeah i know you guys love them but for me it's just it's a it's an interesting one yeah I, I don't know i generally don't know it's a hard one for me to answer that is it this week guys thank you all for watching so 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 much nice long show for you hour and 20 minutes let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of it gary what you got to plug Twitch.tv slash words about games. Not, not to follow anymore. I mean, if you're not following, definitely follow. But, you know, come watch, come hang out. I, I enjoy playing games and having people chatting while I'm playing them. It's, it's fun. It Who knew? Makes it a lot easier, doesn't oh, it, when uh, there's easier. someone in there talking. <laughs> I'm not just talking to my screen. <laughs> I'm going I'm to give a little shout out to a, a gentleman you may hear me talk about a lot, but Xbox Stu. Because since he's been in my chats, I feel so much more relaxed and I can stream because I know he's there and he adds to the conversation so much. Not to say other people don't, obviously I've got the Mr. Moody's and people like that in there, but Stu is in there and he'll, he'll, he's sarcastic, he's funny and stuff like that, it's just amazing. When you've got someone in there, you know you're talking to somebody and you haven't just got lurkers, which don't get me wrong, love you lurkers, shout out to you, but when there's somebody in there and they keep it up and you know it's amazing, it really is. Um, I'm going to promote my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash mcfixer. Um, we, like I said, we are, I am, I'm probably in a little bit more fortunate position than some other people, um, due to the fact that I have the thousand subscribers, because I got on YouTube at a point where subscribers were a lot easier. It's a lot harder to get subscribers now than it was once upon a time. Um, hence why you don't see as many channels like hitting millions and stuff like that anymore. Um, but for me... I've got to get watch time up. So if you're literally, if you work an office job, go to youtube.com slash mcfixer, go to the playlist section, bring up the My Xbox Me playlist, mute it, and then don't even think about it. And just let it play. There's 77 hours worth or more worth of content there. If everyone did that, I would pass these uh, new... um, Guidelines. Guidelines, thank you. Um, And we'd have no problem. Also, again, if you do want to get in, play with me and play games and do things with the community twitch.tv slash mcfixer that's pretty much where people come to meet new people for gaming like 
I know Foxes and Moody play together regularly now. Um, obviously, Stu. There's tons and tons and tons of people. The community get together. It, it warms my heart to know, even when I'm not online, the community is still together. Yeah, 100%. And that, that's, that's, that's amazing for me. So, but Some of the guys came over to a stream I was doing a week or two ago. I was playing PUBG, and we ended up playing PUBG together. So, Yeah. yeah. So, you know, let's go. All right. Until next time, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Bye.